and welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where Terry Pratchett fundamentally misunderstands how a cliffhanger is supposed to work. As always, I'm your co-host Holly, and I've been emotionally destroyed by Jess. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and Mark. Be there, right. <laughs> and joining us after fixing her audio issues is Julie. I'm hopefully no longer a robot, although that's been my dream for a while since I was a kid. Who knows? <laughs> oh, damn same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, okay. We've had about 15 minutes of audio issues, and now I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're finally good, yeah. Um, anyway, this is the week that we finished... Um, Discworld Book One, The Color of Magic, and some fucking wild shit happens in this section that is never brought up in any future books, and I'm so mad. I'm also very mad, because while I'm reading stuff in this section, I'm like, oh, this fucking rules. I bet it never comes up again. I bet it never comes up again, and you <laughs> did tell me before recording all the stuff that I really liked never comes up again, so. <laughs> Thanks, talk- Terry. Yeah, talk about it, Terry Pratchett. You won't. <laughs> well he's dead um yeah. he won't talk about anything ever again oh that's an excuse <laughs> oh ooh, yeah. i'm dead i can't talk about anything else. Oh. i can't i can't write that fucking hitchhiker's guide ass science fiction series i clearly want to make at the end of this listen who oh. knows maybe all those ideas were on his like hard drive that he requested be destroyed by a thresher after he died so who knows <laughs> oh this is a weird place, because, like, this is the end of the book, but, like, this leads directly into the next book. So when we reach the end, it's supposed to be like, yeah, well, he's probably going to die unless yeah. the next book does something really silly. Well, well I guess he's dead forever. <laughs> uh-huh. Dukes of Hazard theme starts playing. Oh, how's that rinse wind boy going to get out of this one? Yeah. <laughs> ah, nevertheless. <laughs> I like this section, though. Yeah, this yeah. is yeah, this is a great. Beautiful cleanser after fucking uh, the dragon bullshit. I almost forgot with. that part existed, honestly, because this part was good enough to just kind of smooth over that portion. Yeah, yeah. The, it helps that the end of the dragon part is like the airplane bullshit and like ends nowhere near Wormberg or anything. Yeah, yeah. There's um, not to like skip into talking about this stuff, but like when we meet up with Rincewind and Two Flower. He's like, oh, yeah, it's like six months later. Blah, blah, blah. I can't believe I rode an imaginary dragon. And I was like, why didn't you just time skip over the whole dragon thing? Yeah. Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, here's a cool, here's a bunch of cool pirate shit that happened. Too bad. to God. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Give me the pirate chapter, my man. Oh, you want swashbuckling? Too bad. (laughs) I, I appreciated how this section, it just kind of does away with like tropes in general. It's just kind of weird interesting original stuff going on yeah it's kind of similar to the first section which is like hey this is kind of more of what Discworld is in terms of the weirdness of its like basic premise yeah Mm -hmm. it feels like it feels like a lot more like its own thing and it's a lot more interesting for that this section brings up the fact that there are other planets in the Discworld universe and they're also all like flat worlds uh-huh. But they think that our they think that Discworld's turtle bullshit is stupid. <laughs> yeah. like, also, also gravity in the universe works as down is gravity, um, because yeah. 
the the sea troll in this chapter fell off of his world, and I loved the description of how his world works. I I really enjoy that space just has directions, normal directions. <laughs> this is a this is a deep um deep internet webcomic poll. This is unicorn jelly. This is how the universe works in unicorn jelly. Wow. This is uh, like when I read in Warhammer 40k, it's like, oh yeah, the eastern section of the galaxy. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Galactic I'll see, over the eastern section of the galaxy, they have, like, flat pizzas. Um. <laughs> God. God. Okay. Should we, should we go through? Yeah, we'll get yeah. it. We'll, we'll talk about the fucking fantasy space program <laughs> in this chat. <laughs> Christ, it rules so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we open up part four, close to the edge. Um, and we just open on the arc astronomer of the kingdom of Krull, uh, looking at the fucking spaceship that has finally been finished. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's like um, this. Hmm? Can I say something right off the bat? I don't know why when I read the word Krull, I imagined these were bug people. Right? Weird. Sure. <laughs> kind of, Yeah. For them not to be bug people is is weird to me. <laughs> the absence like, of bug people is disconcerting. I su- listen something about the the collection of sounds that make crawl. I'm like, yeah, those bugs. No, that checks <laughs> out. Yeah. Oh, will you, you will you have any words about their made up language? <laughs> um, I was later. Yeah, on? I was hoping that I... you would. <laughs> I, my eyes just glazed over. I'm like, okay, we're going to bring, bring us back this bit for two seconds. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at that, so I was like, oh, this looks like like fake. Like, like, like specifically like the little circles over the letters. I'm like, oh, this is some weird fake Scandinavian type bullshit, except not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could, we could talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so they, um, they've finished work on their fucking uh, fantasy... A spaceship, which is just—it's a diving bell, basically. Yeah, it's all <laughs> made out of like bronze, bronze and glass. And we meet, we meet, we get the epic of Golden Eyes Silverhand Dactylos. Oh, I, I love, love him. This um, when... this dude is reworked and put, and this dude is reworked and appears again in later books. Oh, yeah. thank God! Oh, awesome. I was like, I miss him when he gets killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh, it seems like a lot of detail to put into a character that you're just going to immediately kill in the same scene. It's like, he's like, it's a different guy, but it's the same character. And I think he, sure. like, I think he gains a syllable. I think it's called Didactylus. <laughs> it's totally... He, like, shows up. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, I'm just imagining, like, just comes in with the uh, Mox Brothers, like, glasses and mustache and nose, like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, but so Didactylos, uh, sorry, just Dactylos, um, he is a craftsman, a master craftsman, the best on the disc, um, and he designed the fucking Chelonauts craft, <laughs> which is a term I really love. Yeah. Um, it, I and do, so he... Sorry, I did want to say, we get like his whole backstory of like, he has gold eyes because someone made him build something and then tore out his eyes. And then they, they rewarded him with mountains of gold and then tore out his eyes. So he used some of the gold to make eyes. Yeah. And then he has his silver hands because someone <laughs> got it to make something else. And then they cut off his hands. But gave him yeah, the silver, like... so... <laughs> 
Yeah. They're like, oh, I want Dactylos to build me the greatest thing ever, and then I'll, you know, completely destroy him so he can never build anything great for anyone else again. But he's like, psych bet you thought. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I like the, like, some of the shit he made, mm, some of the lore there contradicts shit. Uh, like, he made the Golem army, it's like, hmm, that's weird yeah, to think that's, about. Yeah, Right. But, like, the Light Dams of the Great Neff, we heard the Light Dams mentioned earlier... Um, he's been, he's had his eyes gouged out, he's had his right hand cut off, he's learned how to temper metal by smell, um, he was hamstrung and built a flying machine to get out of his most recent prison. Right. Damn. Holly, do we get to see, like, more of the Great Neff? Is that a thing that we get to do? No. No, we don't. Oh, rip. I was looking forward to it, but... We do get more... The Great Neff is basically replaced by, um, like, the the gel the river gel valley where like uh book books like um pyramids um and small gods take place there but great neff i don't think is ever name dropped again wow unfortunate um so yeah now now his after now that he has completed this work all he asks he doesn't want any treasure he does not want anything he just wants to leave and the arch astronomer is like mm, yeah that's a lie <laughs> yeah. and then he gets shot through the chest he's like remember how i said i wouldn't kill you I yeah lied. He's, he gets <laughs> shot through the chest and then critiques the workmanship of the arrowhead it, it's a great it's, it's so, super it's, it's, it's a such a good send-off <laughs> he's he's like they're they're talking about it and they're like both very self-aware about like damn hey, hey sucks but what are you gonna do that's just how it is being an artificer <laughs> The ar- the astronomer asks, like, have you ever considered, oh, farming? Yeah, why don't you just do something else? He's like, oh, was- making artifacts is cool, and I'm pretty good at I'm it. I'm good at it. <laughs> this, this out of like most of what else we read, this reads the most like a Monty Python sketch. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the- this poor beleaguered craftsman who's gone through hell and back. It's like, eh, you're gonna die now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very, like, dry and, like, matter-of-fact. It's just like, yeah, you know, happens. So, okay, yeah, I had to remind myself of exactly what role um, Didactylus played when he shows up again. He's in Small Gods, and he is... Basically, he's Discworld's Diogenes. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Oh, in a rich man's house, the only place to spit is in his face. <laughs> he lives in a barrel, and he fucking does discount um philosophizing for people oh, oh that's bless. <laughs> fuck all of philosophy except for whatever the fuck diogenes was trying to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so he's killed and um like the arc chancellor um says something like arc astronomer yeah sorry the arc chancellor is a much more prominent character oh okay. <laughs> He has a short conversation where it's like, is the launch window, re- the launch doorway, and the fucking launch guy says, like, launch window, sir. <laughs> right, yeah. And he's talking about, he's like, mm, yeah, we have to sacrifice these two very specific people. Yeah. And he's they like, oh, they had a mysterious meeting with, a, with someone who was very insistent. Right. And then we cut to our two boys. Right. Our two boys have had a rough time bailing water out of a boat because i mean, what else are you gonna do i think that's that's yeah. always such a great cut to of just hitting what's i what our heroes up to well you know yeah 
They're same a bit old. of a pickle. <laughs> they're like, why do we like like so they hit a reef in the night and like they're both blaming each other and it's like we shouldn't have been anywhere near a reef. And what happens is they're near the edge and they're being pulled off course because the rim fall is sucking them over. Yeah. The imagery of there being less horizon is very terrifying, honestly. Oh my god, it's yeah. wild. Yeah. I, I think it's Ridswind who's like looking out and he's like, Oh, that's not good. Like he's just like, There's less horizon. That's that's probably not great. The way it's done is that just like bring back to like uh like um hitchhiker's guide it like goes back to like um arthur noticing the bulldozer and just like intruding into his thoughts several times like he's just sort of monologuing in self-pity as just like definitely less horizon than there should be yeah <laughs> i i like the conversation. and then he goes literally literally next line hmm says Swinswind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah huh. don't see that every day i like like they're they're arguing and they're like sort of talking about things that have happened between the previous chapter and this one yeah. and they're like arguing about uh like being becoming slaves on a slave trip a slave ship they, they went on a, a slave trip on a shaved <laughs> ship i can't do they it shaved, oh, I they even shaved make... their ship, <laughs> shaved ship. Mm-hmm. damn i couldn't even say that joke correctly um <laughs> Riff, never oh, mind. She, sla- she slaves slave ships for shaving tips. <laughs> man, right, don't shave tips. Advertisements got weird. Rincewind's just like, oh man, can't believe it's been six months. Like, right. Oh, remember all that cool stuff we did in that six months? And it's like, I would like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I oh. remember sex Aragon. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, the dehydrated ocean? Would love to see it. Like, that would have been cool as hell. That yeah. would have been fun. Oh, the fish there are real fucked up. Would have loved to see them, Terry. <laughs> Please, Terry, I want to hear more about the fish of the dehydrated ocean. Please. I sure do. Yeah. You, ooh, didn't have to see Sex Aragon. Did not. Because <laughs> he also mentions it. He's like, oh, yeah, and we, we wrote on an imaginary dragon. And that could have been all you had to say about that fucking chapter, Terry. God, could you? Yeah. That would be a lot of fun if that was just part of their conversation, where they were just like, "I oh, remember that imaginary dragon we rode on," and just didn't explain it at all. So when Rincewind points out to Tufel, also I do love. I think the luggage has been lost in trying to catch up to them for yes. like two thirds of this book. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that continues for the rest of this chapter, pretty much. But like, um, Rincewind just points out to Two Flowers, like, "Hey, look at the horizon," Rince- and he's just like, "Looks fine." Less of it, but you know. Right. <laughs> Maybe that just does that sometimes. <laughs> they slowly realize, they're like, oh, right, we're going to the edge of the world. That's probably not great. Oh, no. I also like the thing they do where they just, like, sort of drop in, like, stories about the luggage, like, throughout, where you just get, like, a little snippet of, like, oh, and the luggage did this weird thing, and everyone was terrified. I yeah. love every one of those vignettes because... They almost read like a news report. Yeah. Whereas, like, oh, you know, yeah. local ship terrorized by mysterious box monster. That's the but, fun- like that's the news reports in the background of the beginning of a zombie movie. Exactly. Yeah. Just on the ticker tape at the bottom. I I want like 
some Discworld molder to put them up on a bulletin board covered in red thread being like, what does it all mean? <laughs> Fucking troll with titties just doing the Bigfoot walk. Just, oh my god. Throws me a little envelope on desk. You ever hear the box monster? <laughs> exactly. Where is it? I, I, that's what I want. I want to believe in the box monster. Yeah. I, I, I was like the idea that every time this happens, these terrified people don't want to explain that it's just like luggage that's terrorizing them. They're just like it, it's an awful thing. Like it's yeah. got legs and it's wooden and it's oh god, it's terrible. It's alive, <laughs> but it's not alive. It's all fucked. A up. lot of the time, it's got scraps of stuff like covering it. Yeah, it's like yeah. covered in seaweed, so people do think it's some kind of living thing. I. Because I think the implication is that it's been, like, just walking along, like, the ocean <laughs> toward them. But this, it, it's been happening earlier in the book, but it really comes to a head in this chapter, where w- Rincewind panics, and then gets mad that Two Flower is not panicking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we are going to go over the side of the world, why are you not terrified he's like mm-hmm. yeah me can i do anything yeah. about this yeah he's just like i don't know something cool will probably happen <laughs> not i like that he's not like optimistic he's just like i don't know some weird stuff will probably happen though it'll be interesting listen yeah. listen dumb shit has happened to me and i've survived all of it so you know <laughs> yeah. it's like the more bookish version of a jack black part of a duo in like a road comedy where it just yeah. like just takes everything. Yeah, he's Chris time. Farley and Tommy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do like the description that the sun is a lot bigger as close as they are to the disc. Mm-hmm. Because it, the the disc world sun is only about a mile wide. <laughs> right. Nice. Um but it orbits very close to the turtle. Makes well yeah, sense. it's gotta keep him warm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and Rincewind rescues a frog. Right, it's as they're, really they're like. drifting along. Yeah. He just is like, I guess I'll just pick up this frog. This is actually, kind of like, the, sort of that he does the same thing in a later book in The Last Continent, where, like, he's dying of thirst, um, but so are a bunch of sheep around him, so he fucking digs a well. It takes him hours just so that the sheep can get something to drink. Uh, that's it. That's the scene. Like, and that's it's a weirdly nice thing that he does that one time. Damn. Yeah, I get. I mean, it's like one of the main ways they make him likable because, like, you know, he recognizes something is worse off than he is. Yeah, he's like, because, well, like, well. like, I feel like normally this character would it would be very easy to make this like annoying because he's just always like whining all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like you know he's a good person though. I feel like half of it is he's entirely justified in his whining. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dude, dude's life fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to to see him, like, express a, a genuine emotion of, you know, the world is not kind to small things, so I, I should be for a minute. Yeah, yeah like, that's, it is, it's nice, it makes him yeah. likable. Like, two, two Flower, like, he saves it from a fish that, like, literally is about to eat it, and Two Flower just goes, what's the difference? Yeah. I'm going over the edge in an hour, and he just goes, shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Because, that's why. I think part of it is, like, I don't feel it's all, it's necessarily said textually, but I feel like with Rincewind, he at least knows he can think his way out of situation, or as, like, a human being, he has more agency, but, like, a creature doesn't in its own death. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Because, I, I, like, it makes sense because, like, the way he's, he gets by is being, like, street smart. So I yeah. guess he yeah, kind of exactly. feels bad because he's like, oh, this poor animal doesn't you're even not know. Get, you're not getting him to a secondary location. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this frog can't kick that fish in the nuts. Like, what am I supposed, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> do... Sorry, sorry. Do fish in the Discworld universe have testicles like outside Who of their knows? bodies? I mean, I've not seen that footnote yet, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> we we have to assume so, unless Terry mm-hmm. says that they they don't. Uh-huh. I mean, for the purposes of a joke, an eagle does at one point in Small Gods. God. Well, there you go. Precedent exists. Of course. <laughs> um, but they they're ba- they're basically going over the edge now, and I love the description of all this wild. Sh- basically, everything that has fallen into the ocean or has any animal dumb enough to get too close. Like, there's a giant squid oh, and a yeah. whole herd of salmon desperately jumping up the falls. Yeah. Oh, it's there's, very good. There's essentially, like, a bunch, like, an ecosystem of just animals that are all just trying not, like, they're just perpetually swimming against the current so they don't get pulled over. Mm. And they, they hit something. wind up, yeah, they wind up going over, oh yeah, they, they like, hit something hard and... Then we abruptly cut to the fucking pirate captain that they escaped from. Right. Yep. Um, and the luggage is happening to him. <laughs> Damn, he getting luggaged. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we get the description of the dehydrated ocean, where because of the disc's high magical state, there's a fourth state of water. Um, which is fucking, like, fine silvery sand that you can sail boats through. Right. They're essentially, we're watching a lot of Avatar. They're essentially the sand uh, benders, like, little desert skimmers. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought you yeah. meant the James Cameron Avatar for a second, and I was very worried. Oh, Christ, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no <laughs> Despite that being one of the highest grossing films in history, no one ever saw it. No. I saw it. <laughs> But, like, all of the information, like, just left out of my mind within minutes. Like, we uh-huh. as a species and a global society just kind of collectively decided to forget it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the best. Gonna be real, I'm gonna carry this Avatar The Last Airbender momentum straight into Korra, and I'm gonna be like, oh, this is not as good of a show, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> no, which is really you... sad. I, I hear season three and four are pretty good, but I've only ever watched season one and, like, three episodes of two. The thing you always need to remember about Korra is that they always thought that it was only going to be a season each time yeah. they yeah. made a season. I... Which is why the first season has some of the highest production values I've ever seen on a show. Um, and then season two is more along the Avatar The Last Airbender levels. Yeah. It's very, very weird. I have very strong opinions about that series, but that's for another time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. The, pi- the pirate... Yeah, the pirate captain has, like, never been scared of anything, and he's super terrified right now because the luggage is destroying his shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, mm, let's, let's go, just go on this raft and leave. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen a book portray intrusive thoughts so well, but he keeps going like, Captain tried not to think about its horrible mahogany red tongue, tombstone-like teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't going well. Nope. Um, but, like, it just, the luggage just, um, bursts the hell out and, like, goes towards the next known location of Rinse, Wind, and Two Flower. Yeah. Um, and then we get Rinse, Wind, and Two Flower, like, waking up, and there's just a sea troll there. 
Yeah. Um, they, like, Two Flowers like, wow, the rainbow is so beautiful. And Rincewind just not looking, does not have his eyes open, and he just hears <laughs> the voice of Tethys the Sea Troll behind him. I Rince... pretend I do not see it. Yeah, I was literally going to say, <laughs> I do not see it. Um... I realized, and then I couldn't stop realizing. Yeah. <laughs> like, meanwhile, Two Flowers just like, oh yeah, there's like this cool Sea Troll, and Rincewind's like, I can't handle that right now. I'm just not going to I look. don't want to know what that looks like. <laughs> if I don't look, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and Tethys mentions that, like, their boat was caught in the circumfence. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is a word that I hate to read and look uh, at. Yeah, I hate to look at it. <laughs> which is, it's a giant net that catches everything that goes over the edge. Yeah. Yeah, and... And so, like, when Tethys explains, oh, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it encircles the entire disc, and Rincewood says, oh, it means the circumference. I'm like, no, right. the circumference is on the circumference, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a sea troll. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Yeah, he corrects him immediately. <laughs> Reading the word circumference is like, and saying it aloud, honestly, Jesus, it's like the, the same feeling you get when you're trying to type the word lead and you'll use trying to use the right lead for the grammatical yeah. context and it's like is this correct i don't know like it's like it's like saying like 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 animal but like a child like aminal yeah <laughs> yeah um but so tethys is just he calls himself a sea troll but that's just because he's literally the only well, thing of his kind on this planet well, he's no. just a little Hold man on. made of water no yeah. it's it's a homestuck reference Get the fuck out of my goddamn podcast. <laughs> He's one you have to skip to the end of Color of Magic to get to the trolls. And then you can oh read all the God. other and then you can read all the other books. Grounded, grounded. Am I on another grounded, Homestuck grounded. podcast? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise, Julie, this is actually a, a Homestuck podcast. No, this, this is, is an intervention. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> This is an intervention. This is an ambush. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> got her. <laughs> Christ. Uh, but yeah, so when R- Rincewind finally, lo- I do love this little turn. The thing the book does. He like looks at Tethys finally, and he's like, "Oh, that's not nearly as bad as I imagined." Yeah. And then his imagination goes, "Um, <laughs> right." I, I love Tethys, and I do not appreciate Rincewind's treatment of yeah. Tethys. No. I, I, Tethys has rights. <laughs> he, I love him. He's very cool because he's just made out of water. I immediately fell in love with him with his description because I straight away pictured uh, the actor Jonathan Banks from Breaking Bad and uh, Medical oh Soul God, and like Community. Yes. It's just like that just fits perfectly in my head. This just stout, like older man yeah. who just kind of yeah. doesn't have time for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of I forget that Walter I think is the name. He's the fucking old man Muppet. That oh as well. God. The yeah. the Happiness Hotel guy. I think Amazing. Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's dad, also works in this regard. <laughs> True. Yeah, except except fucking fucking go into Photoshop um, scale Jerry Stiller from four feet tall to seven <laughs> feet tall, depending on what time of day it is. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Walter's the one from the fucking movie. What the fuck? Muppet old man. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he's just like a... When Rincewind first sees him, he's a fucking... A, a, a transparent blue man who is made of water. Yeah. Uh. I love when 
he points out, you know, it's rude to stare, and <laughs> Rincewind's immediate thought that why? anyone would have is just like, not only why, but just, what is keeping him together? Like, what? <laughs> How, though? Why doesn't he spill? <laughs> like, what why doesn't right. he spill? <laughs> Rincewind, you can't just ask people why they don't spill. I can and I will. Yeah. <laughs> Tethys brings him to his little, his little shack. He br- he brings them to his house for the airing of grievances. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. brings them to his flotsam shack. Oh, uh, wish this there were is me. water under the ocean. <laughs> wish this were me living on a shack at the edge of the world. Yeah, made out of a boat. Yes, God, yeah, sign me up. And it's like it's like this complex system of like pulleys so that like the boat can like travel along the edge without falling over. Yeah, there are little grooves cut into all of the fucking posts. And we he basically gives the, the, the story of the Kingdom of Krull, which, it, like, the circumference is made by Krull in order to catch things and people. Right. Yeah. It's how they get their fucking slave labor. Oh, by the way, you're going to be slaves just like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love that um, it would be really easy to, like, paint... Any, it's really easy to paint empires as like, ooh, cool empire. You know, they right. they have all this yeah. neat, cool stuff. But I, I just, I really like that this is done as like, oh no, here's like the nitty gritty of how they got all that cool shit, and it's like thousands of people held captive, manning this fence. So I, I yeah, they like, I, I think there's like a, I think it's during this explanation he like describes crawl as like, oh this wonderful place shining city on a hill everyone pursues intellectual curiosity everyone's fed and well cared for except the slaves yeah right (laughs) built on the back of slaves slaves. yep and so i i I appreciate that 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 punch isn't pulled yeah especially considering it's like described as oh hey crawl is an empire that just is intellectual and only like takes whatever is like junk that's left in the ocean so doesn't invade right. or do anything like that, but it's not some of those Asian people. <laughs> yeah, and I I like that it's like oh, it just siphons resources from everywhere else in the world. It just takes everything that is like exploitable, basically, and just sucks it all yeah. up and makes it. I, listen, listen, if if you invest in a property like the Circumfence, you're entitled to mm. extract riches from it. Okay. Mm. Mm. This, so, let's call it rent. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> we gave you a place to live. You have to pay us. With service. We gave you that nice ramshackle shack. I want whatever comes into that fence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, like, I think this is the first mention of reannual plants because they yes. have a, a volnut wine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reannuals come up more in Discord. Like, he really liked them in the early books. They come up in Pyramids and Mort a lot. They're, yeah, it's... So, they are plants that are sown before... Wait. They're sown Plants after. that are harvested before yeah. they're planted. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. I they've, love this rich nut lore. They've already... They've already <laughs> nut lore. <laughs> no, 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 nut Magic, lore. Magical nut. Um, I regret saying that now. I, hate I mean, but, you already like, talked while, about testicles. We're okay. <laughs> okay. While 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 two flower is just like sipping it and being like, hmm, yes, Western Province uh, last All right. next year's harvest, if I'm not mistaken. Rincewind takes a gulp, 
convulses and kicks himself in the chest. <laughs> uh, but like while he while while Teth is, give, is giving this monologue, he's growing like a foot as this is happening. Right. And like he explains that the moon here is way more gravitationally powerful than the one on his home planet, yeah. and he's suffering from tides. Yeah, he explains that the next morning when he's very small, and Rincewind's yeah. like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, Rincewind tries to chop his head off, which he explains wouldn't have worked, yeah. but also he's aiming at a point at like what was his head yesterday and is now several feet above his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so right now he's just very big for the sake of this, this next scene where Rincewind's like, well, uh, I'm not gonna be a slave, I'd rather jump off the edge of the world. Um, oh yeah, and I abs- I absolutely love that his Tethys's response is, "Would you though?" Yeah, and he's like, "Come on, let's go outside." Yeah, Tethys is like, "You have what it takes. Do it. You." Will. I ask myself that every night here on the edge. Yeah, yeah. he's like, mm, "I don't Please know." Stop saying on the edge like that. He's like, mm, "I don't know." You seem like kind of a baby. I bet you wouldn't. <laughs> Do it, you won't. So he like picks him up with his big water hand and just like holds him out. Yeah, over the edge of the world. He's like, mm, I've been here for years and I have never had the guts to do it. Yeah, here on the edge is always in italics, <laughs> always capitalized and always in italics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I just love as well the idea. Of going, it's basically the same as I'm going to run away. I'll, I'll be fine on my own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be good. And then you ran into the garage and you hung out in there for like an hour. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ready to come back inside, honey? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, sure, okay. But yeah, we get like, like a just like when Rincewind is being held over the edge, we get a description of a fucking continent-sized elephant head. Right. He see he Love sees it. what's going on down there and he hates it. Just like the <laughs> eye of the elephant is like the, a red sun, and it's just. It really encapsulates, when you look over the edge of the world, you shouldn't see an elephant and a turtle flipper. You really just shouldn't. Yeah. You just shouldn't. <laughs> I like, he just keeps saying, meh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yeah, I love Rincewind's weird utterances mm-hmm. um, through this book. Like, gnar. 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 Yar. Uh, and is this where we get Tethys's like backstory, where we find out he's an alien that just fell into space and just kind of froze and drifted along? Yeah, I love so. So he describes his planet as having three large oceans where people lived, and he was a fucking land sailor oh, who right. fished shoals of deer. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. It's very on funny. the fucking fucking pirates of the Saskatchewan ass. <laughs> Yeah, he's Jesus land boat. Yeah, there's the whole thing. He's like, oh yeah, we got like stranded on land for days. We were taken on dirt. Yeah, <laughs> Lord, there was Lord. there was no water for us to live on. It was fucked up. And he like he let his crew go with on like the fucking r- rowable dinghy. Yeah, like a little cart. A trolley. Yeah, I like to. Yeah. I don't know what's funnier, like r- like rowing power transmitted to the wheels, like one of those um fucking railway push carts, yeah. or like they just have oars that scrape <laughs> along the ground and just sort of scoot them along. Yeah, oh, oars that scrape on the ground is extremely good. I just imagine. Like, or what if it's Flintstones like car powered? Yeah. Oh my god. Well. No, I mean that would also be very funny. Um, I feel like if you wanted to do it genuinely, like in a in a real way, that's not a jokey joke. It would have to be the the railway pushcart. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, um, but like, so 
the boat that he was on was being pushed out of control over the edge, and he just started falling. And because he's made of water, he just, like, froze. And we get some buck-wild descriptions yeah. of some, a fucking Ouroboros planet. Yeah. I love this. I love this whole thing. This is so good. I'm... I think I said in my notes, I was like, bet we never get to see any of these other worlds. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> when early installment weirdness it leaves you with a deep longing. Mm. Oh, the longing for the fucked up weird worlds? Yeah. Damn. What I could have had, Terry. <laughs> Ritzman tries to beat him up, but he fucks it up. And this is where he this is where he says, I always look down and think of jumping back to home. But I never jump. Right. Courage is hard to come by here on the, the edge. edge. <laughs> Animal Planet's the most extreme. Oh my god, I miss that show. I miss their fucked up graphics. Yeah. <laughs> their fucked up men. Men eat whole watermelon. <laughs> god. Uh, bring it back, Animal Planet. Um, anyway. They... So, okay, so we get to the point where they get, like, a message, because there's also just a system of bells that, like, runs the entire length of the worlds that just, you know, it's like a, a network that passes the message along. And uh, Tethys is like, yep, they'll be coming to get you any minute now. Right. He's like, oh yeah, they're sending you, they're sending a really cool, magical hovercraft for you, because you're apparently very important. That one's the next morning, um... Right? Are we on the No, we, we now? yeah, we're we're sort of past the bit where I talk about I accidentally brought up that he was suffering from tides, so yeah, we're yeah, past yeah. that now. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, cuz it's it's the next morning Rinsun's like, "Okay, yeah, we got to get out of here." Um he's got all this salvage. I bet there's a cool sword in here and he picks up like one of the wavy swords. <laughs> yeah. I love that even two flowers like, "Why would he keep something here that could hurt him?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that probably wouldn't work. He's made two out flowers, of right? Oh no, he left a hairdryer here. Oh, <laughs> no. We're free, two flower. God, could you imagine? There's just a sheet, a scene where so many sea sponges. Yeah, Rinsman <laughs> just throws a sponge into him, and he's just like, "No." <laughs> that was that episode. That was like that. That was the pilot for that Plastic Man show that never got picked up. Uh, oh, gross. oh God, I I miss that Plastic Man show. That and the fucking modifiers. Mm. We were robbed. We were robbed. Yeah, so they have sent a fucking... A, it's it's a like a fucking ocean skimmer powered by hydrophobic wizards, and I love it. Yeah. I, it's, it, it's so weird. They have I trained their entire life to just loathe water and not go on it, not let it touch them at all costs. They have to be raised on dehydrated water from the Great Neff. Right. And uh, they hate their own bodily fluids. Yeah, the... <laughs> Rincewin just does, like, an exposition dump on these guys where he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, 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 they're dehydrated water, yada, yada. They don't live very long because they hate themselves so much. But it's, like, interesting to see him actually know a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mentioned that. I, I like that Rincewin, and, like, he recognizes the fucking horrible zap wands that yeah. everyone has. Like, he's, this is, like, the, some of the most competent wizard knowledge we see out of him, like, <laughs> yes. ever. And he's he's very proud. It's very cute. <laughs> Yeah. He's like showing showing off to Two Flower a little bit is funny. Yeah. It kind like, of like, Oh, I am a wizard, by the way. <laughs> it's in case everyone forgot, I do know a yeah. magic. I did go to magic it, school. I know the yeah. one magic. I like that uh, it lends credence to the whole thing of yeah, I dropped out of school, but I still learnt things like Yeah. Yeah. Same. 
Um, but yeah, so they get in, and the hydropho- the hydrophobes are so disgusted by Tethys that they just zip off. Yeah. God. Oh god, the water can walk, it's coming for me now. <laughs> <laughs> Father, warn me about this! <laughs> <laughs> and they immediately, like, threatened threaten rinse, rinse when they're like oh yeah you're incredibly powerful and dangerous and it's like you know I, listen you know everything about me you know i'm jack shit yeah i'm a baby <laughs> and like the the fucking the fucking teenage girl that is transporting him with the death wand is like um i know you got the evil spell in your head yeah and they're like um, if you... you do have the most powerful spell in the world in your head actually yeah. And if you even think about saying it, I'm going to vaporize your lower half. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just disappear you. We we glossed over. There's another vignette with the luggage where uh, Terry talks about how fucked up the bottom of the ocean is. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I was just and, reading that. And I want to hear more about how fucked up the bottom of the ocean is. Yeah, there's um, uh, there's a line about how I uh, like. Even the Krakens go along in pairs because they're so afraid. <laughs> it's so good. I, I I think I like the line about um, the giant squid never expected it would be trampled to death. <laughs> Basically, like, yeah. So a, a giant sea monster like washes up on a on an island and it's been trampled to death, and the people are like, "What the fuck?" Like the locals can tell that's the case from the expression it has. Yeah, like, it's just, just I imagine comical cartoon eyes like what. <laughs> Y'all seeing this? <laughs> I also love the description as well of like fish that are like anglerfish with bioluminescence. A turning off their lights in the dark because they're terrified of it, and B brushing up against quote unquote terrible things. Yeah, tell me more about the terrible like, things. <laughs> but they're abducted. The girl who's abducting them looks like a hole in the universe. Apparently, yes, she has like pretty dope. She has like um obsidian black skin and her hair her hair and stuff are just made out of like moonlight or something, I think. Yeah. Um does she she never comes back, right? There was like no point in giving her a name. No. <laughs> okay. Aside from that fucking my name is immaterial joke. Yeah. That's a good see, that's a good joke. That's all you really had to do, you know. <laughs> oh that's a beautiful name. Oh, my grandmother was named immaterial. Oh wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Rincewind kind of is like, tell us what's happening. And she's like, well, you're going to be sacrificed. She, he's also like, he recognizes that someone is scared of him. And he's like, why? Yeah. I'm, I'm a bag of mashed potatoes in the robe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm even just have a weenie a... man. Yeah, I don't even have a nice hat. My hat's misspelled. What are you doing? <laughs> it's got two Zs. What are you <laughs> No, honey, don't be scared of me. Yeah. And so she's like, she's like, oh yeah, you're like super important, and you're gonna die <laughs> very soon. She's like, yeah, you'll yeah. have uh, a, a rich, comfortable life. It just won't be very long. We get a description of crawl. It's, it's shaped like it's a reverse pizza slice. It's yeah. wide, farther away from the rim, and it gets narrower as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like most of the buildings are made of salvaged ship parts. I which, love it. Fucking rules! Yeah, it's, it's real such cool. a cool description. This is, this is turned into hook. <laughs> yeah, like, and like they talk about how like the palace is like half built into like the side of the cliff, and it's like leaning over the edge, and it's real cool, beautiful, wonderful. Um, and yeah, how the the highest point in crawl is 
a- actually overhang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they are welcomed into a chamber full of food. Um, and gold and silk and whatever. Yeah, and the guest master is there, and he's like, I'm here to make you stay comfortable so that, you know, you're not too mad at us for sacrificing you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the whole bit where, like, Rincewind's looking at all this food, and, and like, the guy comes in, and he's like, yeah, that's that's candied sea urchin, yada yada, and Rincewind's like, fucking disgusting. Right. He's like, absolutely nasty. <laughs> Why are these biscuits made out of shark piss? Yeah. Like, what's, what's this wine? Crushed octopus eyeballs, I bet. Yeah. I like, really... They're called sea grapes. Yeah. Which are a type of jellyfish. <laughs> yeah. He's like, sea grapes. And then, like, Rinsewood's like, grace. Cool. Oh, uh, that's not too bad. I guess it's salty because they're sea grapes, but whatever. And then it's just, oh, yeah, they're small jellyfish. <laughs> I. I forgot, like, exactly. I was like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, there's sea grapes. That That's what we call, the, you know, those external fish testicles. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I'm, okay. I have, for some reason, I have conjured up truck nuts for fish. <laughs> oh, no. I hate that. Um, <laughs> I, your fault! <laughs> Truck nuts for fish. Amazing. Um, so I could imagine, like, do you know if you, like, when you eat sushi, like, they have, like, the fish eggs, like, the big kind of fish yeah. eggs? I could imagine, like, that being sea grapes. Like, it, yeah, sure. It, oh, that, sure. Th- I could imagine there being, like, an actual thing. You know. I don't know. I didn't see uh, cucumber, so, you know, like. It... That's true. Um, I love, I love when um, Two Flowers just, like, walking through everything that's happened um but like while he's just talking along and no one's actually listening um Rincewind's asking about like the biscuits on the table yeah and um the the guest master is like he's like what are these made of something horrible and he's like yeah they're made out of press seaweed and he's like yeah they taste like they are so like <laughs> yeah just ate one without asking, finding out what was in it the rudest guest just like, oh yeah, these taste like shit. I get, He's had a rough sense. six months. Yeah. It, feels, it feels like a drill tweet, like, takes a bite out of food. What is this, man, a dog shit? Yes, I knew it. Ugh, yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> Specifically, his line is like, yeah, it tastes like seaweed. It tastes like what someone masochistic enough to eat seaweed would have something taste he, like. He reads wow. like a fucking, like, parody of Gordon Ramsay here. <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah. Fucking disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> this sushi is raw! <laughs> God. Gordon Rin- Rins- Rinsey? Go- no, G- Gordon, Gordon Rimsey? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that reminds me, when I was, like, like, in high school and, like, looking up random shit on TV tropes, mm-hmm. um, yes, I did... Get Discworld and Rimworld, the sci-fi novel, <laughs> confused Ooh, constantly. Yeah, very different. I like. I could see that. Yeah, if you could fool me, what's what's Rimworld about? I don't know that one. I mean, I don't know much, but basically, if you know what the Halo is from Halo, yeah. it is a ring-shaped world that circles a star created by some ancient race of super advanced aliens. Oh, okay. See, I also didn't know what a uh, Halo was, so it's 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 basi- basically like you know how they design artificial gravity space stations, and it's like a rotating ring. Mm-hmm. It's that, but on a fucking like 
the entire orbit of Earth scale. Mm, okay, see, that's... Oh, that's fun. I like that. And so, it's like a fucking Minecraft world gen. Like, there's just so fucking much. <laughs> it's like... It's like several thousand Earths worth of, like... Resources. Nice. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, the, I mean, basically, imagine... Imagine an Earth, but instead of on a sphere, it's like fucking eight Earths tall and ninety three million miles <laughs> in diameter. Yeah. Jesus, I, I my it. brain just broke because I I thought about like, man, sci fi is cool because we can do that, and yeah. I suddenly remembered the single satellite world in like artificial satellite world in the original Gundam series, which is just Texas. <laughs> it's just a Texas amusement and, park, which I fucking love. That it's like, oh yeah, we got these uh, like nine satellite colonies. Great. What's one of them? Texas. <laughs> See, that reminds me. If you've ever read the webcomic Star Slip Crisis by Chris Straub, yes. Um, precisely <laughs> one nation ever succeeded in launching themselves into space. Um, Neo Japan or whatever. And it's like, wasn't there another one? No, we do not talk about Hypermane. <laughs> <laughs> God. It was a tragedy. That's really nice. good. That, that's like um, I love that. Like in 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 early episodes of Futurama, um, like the thing that's on the moon is like shitty Disneyland. Yes, yeah. and it's something that Fry We're is so. We're whalers on the moon. <laughs> that episode fucking slaps so much. It's so but, like good. Fry is so excited, and everyone's like, "This place fucking sucks." Yeah, and he's like, boring. "No, the moon. It's great." Yeah, I don't know. Christ, we could have gone to Universal. We could have gone to Universal Fry, but no, you wanted to go to the moon. <laughs> anyway, yes, we're um, not here to talk about any of those things. This our is boys are being series. sacrificed. Yeah, Rincewind. Rincewind gets mad and he fucking throws a wine bottle at this dude's head, and he, because he's a real wizard, he immediately stops it and he makes Rincewind fall sideways. Yes, he he changes the direction of gravity for Rincewind, so now he's just standing on the wall. Rincewind is just a D and D player who who plays a wizard, but just don't, for, keeps forgetting to pick spells. It's just like, oh yeah. fuck. If Mark, you remember that fucking time we tried to play D&D with Teddy and I made a bard who it was just it was just a music man joke he was a bard who didn't actually know any instruments yeah yeah I remember that you told me about yeah, that yeah Terrence Tillinghast yes. the best name I've ever made ever nice he was bad at all the music <laughs> like he still had bard spells he just like I don't know he'd try to like fucking blow on maracas oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah. that's a very good bit like I think, I think the main thing I did was I tried to use like a fucking contravase as a blunt instrument because I have summon musical instrument, but my strength was seven, so it did jack shit. <laughs> I fucking lost all my rolls. Damn! It's just Mr. Burns with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bunch I'm of plants were gaining up on of a me. lifetime. <laughs> listen, listen. That character was strength of seven, charisma of eighteen. I knew what I was doing. That's a yeah. good balance. Uh, anyway. Amazing. Anyway, so the, 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 the guest master is like, I really didn't want to do that, but mm, since you're being difficult, I'm going to lock you in here, and maybe you'll feel better when you're being sacrificed tomorrow, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, someone's a cranky pants about being sacrificed. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Don't Kill Me. Okay, <laughs> we'll see how you feel tomorrow. So, so fucking needy. 
<laughs> Ooh, I want to keep my life. All Ooh, right, Jim. Me, me, me. <laughs> okay, Karen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get so they get sealed in, and then we get like another account from someone who like gets attacked by the luggage. Yeah, fucking <laughs> the luggage is going island hopping. Yeah, so this is another guy on the fence, um, and and the luggage like comes to his house it destroys his like entire like island and like oh yeah earlier i think we skimmed over this um when they were leaving on the hydrophobe disc um the wizards closest to the back noticed a v-shaped wave but didn't think of it because it's all horrible yeah horrible water right. they're just clo- <laughs> they just closed the- i pretend they do not see it i pretend i do not see it Huh, wonder who that's about. <laughs> aren't there fucking, aren't there eyelids taped open so that the craft fucking works? I don't Case. remember that description, but that would track. That would make sense. Um, but this time, ta- um, fucking poor, what's his face? Turton. Trevor. Turton. <laughs> Turton. He, he gets... <laughs> the most nothing man name. Turton. Yeah. His, his island gets so fucked up that he literally has to live, like, he has to cling to the circumference. Uh, and he is stuck there for so long that he becomes a hydrophobic mage because he just hates the ocean so much. And he moves to the Great Neff, a place of negative rainfall, and still thinks it's kind of damp. Don't like it. Rains a bit too much here. Yeah. Also, we totally skipped over the frog. We skipped over the frog, I'm sorry. No, we mentioned the frog. He saved the frog. Oh. No, no, the the frog comes No, no, when the frog turns into fate. Not fate, luck. Oh, don't, can't say a name. Ah, uh, god yeah. Oh, what, what have you Dumbass. done? <laughs> uh, That's the one rule. What? Oh, no, now but... this whole audio is going to fail to export. Oh, no. <sighs> don't, don't do that to me. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, that that scene happens after the stuff with uh, Turton. Turton yeah. sounds like when you... when. Like you're a GM and your your players are talking to some guy that who you did not think they would talk yeah. to. What's his, what's uh, his NPC? Uh, his name is Turton. <laughs> you saying Turton is remind? Hey, stop! If you've heard this one before, Mark and Jess, it reminds me of the fucking uh, Simpsons. Our boy's a tutor. Tuton, son. Tuton. Okay, Turton. There we go. Turton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all. Like, I'm on the web page for this. It's like hard to see with zero formatting. Nah, that's fine. We um, we also just briefly skipped over the fact that the luggage is on the way to Tethys as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's the lady as the frog. Yes. yes. This is when Rincewind and Two Flower Now are kind of just pouting in their room. Yeah, and so Rincewind's stuck on the wall, and he's he's talking to Two Flower, and he's like, "Well, did you try the door?" And Two Flower's like, "Yeah, idiot, shut the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> right? There's like no getting out of this room. Is it still locked? Yeah, it's still fucking locked, it's buddy. Still fucking locked, dude. <laughs> yeah, and he starts like this is a... Two Flower is starting to get testy, which is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> and so Rincewind starts hearing the frog in his mind. Uh, and it's talking to him. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, put me on the floor. Um, hey, I'll uh, I'll help you. Yeah. Am I going mad? Yeah, you are. Now put me on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he falls off the wall. The spell wears off, and then he's like, okay. And he puts the frog down, and it transforms. There's like a whole like magical light show, and then it's still just a frog. And he's like, great, cool. <laughs> Love it. Wonderful. Love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. And then 
And then he turns around, and of course, the lady is there. And we we get her whole deal, which is that she's like the unworshipped goddess. So like, if you call for her, she just she has to leave. But it's bullshit that um, uh, <clears throat> what's his face actually won that uh, craps game in Guys and Dolls because he called on the lady a lot. He did. He called on her a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I love like the ethereal description of her as like. The only thing Rincewind and Twoflower could remember is that she's beautiful, but they have no idea why. She just was. Yeah. I think <laughs> there's, like, a line where, like, Rincewind, like, remembers her eyes, but he doesn't remember anything else about her. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the one thing a god can't change is their eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Is that a consistent thing? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because this is the second time we've seen it, because we saw it. Well, I just uh, mean, like, in-, in the other books, if that's, like... The gods don't appear physically a lot. I guess that's not so much a thing later because usually the gods just appear and they don't like do a thing where they're disguised. They're just like, "Hey, it's me. I'm Om. I'm the great bull." You know. Right. <laughs> hey guys, you know me. <laughs> it's your boy Om. Offler the crocodile head god does not generally not have a crocodile for a head. God. <laughs> See, that's that's a joke that I would imagine he would make though. Like, oh, uh, the crocodile I, head god. I, oh, he doesn't all he he doesn't show up with the crocodile head. That's just what he's called. That's just his thing. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to add to the Simpsons references, but just we snuck a hidden camera inside this oversized novelty crocodile head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so good. He can't wear the crocodile head for more than ten minutes or cause a serious neck damage. It's right. <laughs> uh, I love um. The line where uh, it's like the rest of the gods were usually only sort of large scale humans. Like, right. they do all the same shit, just on a way bigger scale. Yeah. Uh, because, but the lady's all weird and fucked up, and no, like, she works in weird ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, they describe, like, um, the, like, temples erected to fate in Ankhmer Pork, and it's just, like, a bunch of fucking dour gray men just like yeah whining no one's recorded minutes for this meeting because we all know what's going to happen yeah. yep it's just pointless <laughs> rituals all right any new business no of course not okay yeah i do there's like a line about how some some people tried to worship the lady once and they all mysteriously die <laughs> yeah I, and also i like how it's like yeah they all died either from like you know attacks or just death yeah <laughs> they died from death Death just showed up and was like hey um i just and i love the description as well of the fact that the lady doesn't care for like the sound of uh rosary beads together but adores the sound of like dice clacking yeah it's so good it is um, she's like no don't don't worship me just go have a good time and you know maybe i'll show up yeah Maybe I will be a lady tonight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm? Um, Maybe, but so, so she's like, "Oh yeah, fate totally wants to fucking murder the shit out of you." He is so fucking mad. He, fate, so the <laughs> tip, I am so fucking mad. The whole deal is that fate is so mad about losing that game that he, like, talked to the people of Krull and was like, "Oh yeah." Like, I'll make sure your spaceship launch goes smoothly if you sacrifice these two specific people I don't like. <laughs> you got it, sir. Right. And as a middle-aged white man, I can easily believe that he'd be that petty. <laughs> God. 
but so so yeah so the lady shows up and she's like you're basically fucked but i'll like i'll give you a chance and you know see what happens yeah and that that chance comes when uh the guest master comes back in and his spell wears off the bottle and clocks him in the head (laughs) right did we gloss over she explains why the krullians want to launch the ship um they they want to yeah they want to find out the gender of the world turtle yes yes because they're like She's. I, I love how Rinsman's like that. Sounds stupid as hell. And she's like, I don't know. They they think he might be horny. <laughs> Maybe she's a like, horny turtle. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> okay, but have you considered he might be horny? And Rinsman's hey, like, hey, do you guys want a spoiler for next book? He's horny. He's horny. Not, not so not so much a spoiler so much as it is. This is the plot of the next book that they're trying to prevent. Okay. Yeah, it's mating are, season. Are you Randy? Be- Does that make you Randy, baby? <laughs> Damn. I, I'm gonna say right now, my partner and I, we went to the zoo like last year, and we just heard this sound oh. that we couldn't place. No, and it was really loud and droning. And we're walking up like, <laughs> and we're walking up, and just we saw next to this one exhibit, this lady could not stop fucking losing her shit laughing. <laughs> and we looked over and saw two giant tortoises just fucking going at it. And Sam. oh my god! Just screaming. <laughs> the the best thing was we had passed by that before and went. Oh, look at the tortoise! We just saw oh, the, the one. rocks are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was the case where it's like, oh look, there's one tortoise. That that's really cool. They're so big. That's nice. Go and see the bird show. Come back and you just hear. Fucking! You just hear. You just hear Minecraft zombie sound effects. No, yeah, no. Like it's, it's basically that, but imagine you can hear that, like, 50 feet away. Right. Also, I'm thinking of the fucking, the Frollo suggestions Tumblr post. It's like, that sound, that sound like a bunch of rocks in a sack. <laughs> the gargoyles. It couldn't be. <laughs> oh... I, I should find I should find that photo I took because of course I had to take a picture because oh my god it was too much. This is a cursed podcast that we've made. I, this I've changed my mind. I'm not releasing a single episode of this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, one, no one will ever hear this. Just, just puts the puts them all. Jess, you're editing this. You can get rid of this. I could. It's the wild part. Jess is just going to put them all on a flash drive and then burn the flash drive. (laughs) Just throw it to the ocean Jumanji style. Like, let let it be someone else's problem. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to seal them up in a wooden box. They're going to throw it over the edge. Uh, If you find these episodes, you have to listen to all of them. Because if you don't listen to all of them... (laughs) <laughs> they're gonna. I don't even know. I don't even know what happen. Just right, yet. right on the fucking the thumb. The thumb drive should have a TXT file that just says nothing of value is buried here. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a place of worship. God. I'm just saying, turtles fucking on a planetary scale, pretty bad. Yeah. I could imagine. Yeah, sure. See, everyone on the disc has hearing damage because there's a fucking subsonic turtle mating call happening for years at a time. Ugh. Yeah, everyone just suddenly has tinnitus. Like, oh man, oh, yeah. what's going on? Oh, everyone what's shits noise? themselves immediately. <laughs> I hate these books. 
<laughs> this is all canon, you said? Yeah. Everything you've said on the show you is said canon. I inherited the Discworld estate. Terry, why did you write these books? <laughs> listen, you, listen, you think we've got a bad thing about the elephants and how they feel? Oh, yeah. true. Very what un- happens when the elephants are horny? What happens to them? God. There's a lot of balancing involved. <laughs> My God, we gotta we gotta take turns. Okay, <laughs> the elephants all have names. It's bullshit. I'm not gonna remember the fucking elephants' names. Two of them carry it, and the other two do it, and then they just switch. And then just switch. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, sure, can, like, well, e- s- equitable and fine. We're gonna um, talk about literally anything else now. <laughs> Okay, um, Two Flower spits on a hydrophobic mage, and it's the most badass shit he's ever done. <laughs> the mage acts like he's been hit by acid, basically. It's so good. <laughs> and Rincewind panic flails and punches another one, and he falls into a pool, and he's like, Ah! Yeah. And this, it just makes, like, an orb of water around him. He smacks into it like a fucking... He's encased in a Zorb ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> And they find this they find this cool room that just has the whole universe in it. Yeah, they find a planetarium. Yeah, yeah. A couple of the the Chelonauts come in um, and assume that they are slaves. And Two Flowers about to say something, and I like the line where Rincewind is like, "Oh, he's going to apply his own form of um, f- fucking translation, which is to shout things slowly in his native yes, language." He's a Taurus. <laughs> yep. Um, I. We we briefly get the scene with a uh, death just chilling, oh, yeah. um, death and fate and fate's like, hey, kill these guys and death's like, mm, maybe. Yeah, he's like, eh, fate's like you know. fate's like pouting because death is like, that's not how the rules work. I can't just do that. Yeah, um, he's like, hey, those weenies are gonna die because I said so, and death's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of bored with them, like. They'll die someday. I I don't want to play with them anymore. (laughs) Basically. Uh, I love love the line he says when he's like, I can be robbed but never denied, so why worry? Yeah. Yeah. It's a a good scene because then Fate's like, well, fuck you, dude. Bye. Um, And he's like, okay, well, you know, there's like a big, uh, there's a big plague going down, so like, I'm I'm about to head out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He's like, uh, He's like, listen, I'm really busy right now. I gotta go, like, walk the, walk the earth because this plague's real bad. <laughs> exactly. Pestilence is being a bitch again, and I gotta clean up his mess. Yeah. I gotta go pick up the fucking slack. I do like Pseudopolis's Sud- name dropped here. This place does show up again. Okay. okay. Good oh, cool. It gets mentioned again. It never, sh- it never actually shows up. It just gets mentioned again. Okay. Wow. I mean, that... I feel like that's like a, sel- a stealth joke for for a, a pseudopolis, you know, because yeah. it's got pseudo in it. You know, mm-hmm. one of the police, like like Scotland Yard, um, the Ankhmore Pork City Watch is sometimes called like pseudopolis Yard. Oh, that's fine. oh okay, um, nice. But I I like the description. Um, like in this space that they occupy, like Death has a cottage, and you know he's yeah. got this nice horse that he loves very much. Uh, I love cottage core Death. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We he gets by the time Mort comes around, it's a mansion. Um, oh. But but he still Death's has a backyard. Dom- yeah, yeah. Death's domain is extremely good. I love I love everything. Imagine to do with it. imagine cottage goth cottage core, and it's yeah. That. That's all I want. That's that's just how I'm trying to be, Mark. Yeah. 
it's described like so by the t- by the time we get to Mort um everything in Death's Domain it's not it's not a bunch of dark no. colors everything is a distinct shade of so, black yeah it's it is I'm blue except it's about he lives <laughs> his black Corvette black black his house yes <laughs> with a black Corvette and everything is black mm-hmm. yeah wow uh, also there's this is part of the book. Um, there's a fucking tire swing that he made for his granddaughter. Oh, yes. Um, and he wanted to make it very safe. So he tied it to the thickest branch on the tree. And he needed to tie it in the second place. So he tied it to the second thickest branch, which is coming off the opposite end of the tree. Um, <laughs> and then he cut a hole in the trunk of the tree. And the top part of the tree is just floating off of the ground so that the swing can swing through. Yeah, you know, Amazing. it's Minecraft rules. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah. Just checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, because because Rincewind knows how this shit works by now, he's like, okay, fine, we'll get in the fucking space. They 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 knock out the two fucking chelonauts. Yeah. Um Right. And Rincewind's like, okay, get in your fucking space. Dude. Yeah, he's like dragging his feet the entire time, <laughs> but he knows it's gonna happen, so he's just like, he's fine. Just like... Like the second I saw the suits, I fucking knew it. I knew I was gonna get one of these. God damn it! Yeah, he's like, I knew this would be the dumbest shit we could possibly have to do. So let's just go <laughs> ahead and do it. Yeah, and me- meanwhile, two flowers, extremely excited because he's like, "Oh man, we're gonna go to space. It's gonna be so cool." They already went to space, and he passed out. Technically, <laughs> like, yeah, you've already been to space, my guy. You just don't remember. Yeah, they like get out there on um, the. Arch astronomer is like, hey, where's the sacrifices? That's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, this, this fucking launch coordinator, he's having a time. Yeah, everyone just kind of shrugs. He was specifically, he was specifically told to do this by people who knew that they were going to be killed if they told the guy the bad news. Yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah, I I love this because there's like a whole huge crowd gathered at this stadium to see like a combination sacrifice and rocket launch. And that... really, the sacrifice just happened by putting them on the track, Dick Dastardly style. Yeah. You know, Snidely Whiplash style. You, you kill two birds with one stone. I... I'm, I'm, I'm at the sacrifice. I'm at the rocket launch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the combination yeah. sacrifice and rocket launch. Things, things are popping off. It's the social event of the decade. <laughs> Back but at so... it again at the sacrificial rocket launch. <laughs> <laughs> Luggage does a sick backflips and kicks the head off of me. <laughs> So <laughs> um but so speaking of which um he's the the arch astronomer is watching the chelonauts uh walk out to the craft and he's like wait a minute that's not how heroes yeah. walk i love that little one is waddling guys, immediately <laughs> seem weirdly reluctant to get on the ship it's like huh, that guy looks like he's trying to crouch behind air and the other one is Seven sizes too small for the spacesuit. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um, the, uh, the launch controller is like, oh, hey, by the way, there's, like, a monster destroying some ships in the, like, the harbor. Yeah. And the... Chris, just fucking take care of it. The arch astronomer is like, I don't fucking care. We'll do it after the launch. Derek, shut up. Yeah. I, I love that he's like, like, the arch astronomer is like, is it, like, how bad is it? And he's like, it's not, like, super bad, but, like... It's gonna be a problem with that. He like asked how big it is. I yeah. think it's like you know, like small. It's, he's like, it's not like huge, but like you know, it's terrible. And then the luggage covered in seaweed pops out. Everyone screams, 
and the arch astronomer. Well, the arch astronomer is about to like fucking ice Rincewind and uh, Two Flower, mm-hmm. but he sees the luggage and just hits it with a big old fire blast. Yeah, and all it does is make it mad. Well, yeah. So it. I love the description. Like it, he hits it with like the biggest fire blast he knows. All it does is burn all the seaweed off and reveal that this is just a a big old wooden chest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's like a one line that goes like someone on the far side of the arena started laughing in the silence. <laughs> <laughs> I love. <laughs> and and then everyone like freaks out. A complete silence of like thousands of people, and then suddenly one guy like. that's me that's me it's me that's me god i'm just imagining you know that meme of like the tiny chubby cat like taking a step out from behind that doorway that's just a luggage in every scene (laughs) i'm here y'all it really is god but so now 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 the luggage is is pissed at the the arch astronomer and he's like Oh no, my magicians, help! Yeah, and then everyone else is like, okay, time to do a magic. And they fire so many curses at this thing that reality breaks down. I love, oh my god, the description of this thing. Not since the Mage Wars had so much magic been concentrated in one small area. And eventually become, like, sort of going back to Terry Pratchett constantly makes, like, magic is nuclear power in some form comparisons eventually mm-hmm. it becomes a self-sustaining reaction yeah and the fact as well it just sucks magic out of the vicinity like yeah yeah and makes fucked up new spells with half-lifes uh, in the seconds yeah and there and a fucking mushroom cloud of magic bullshit yeah there's uh, there's a line where like there's a bunch of hydrophobe mages on one of the discs, and they suddenly just, like, run out of mana and just fall into the water. And they just plummet into the water. (laughs) Potions become gross liquid. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck it, fuck it. Here's my vial of enchantment. Oh, it's become... Come mini golf blue water. Oh, it's fresca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, finally, I've created the elixir to immortality. Why does it taste like God a God damn it, wall? this is Baja Blast! It's, it's, <laughs> it's just LaCroix. <laughs> Someone thinking about magic very hard in the other room. Ma- magic swords melt, and I'm just thought of like Kring or Krang. Kring. Not Krang. Fucking Rip Kring. Yeah. Oh, rest in pieces. <laughs> Rest in pieces, sapiosexual sword. <laughs> <laughs> pull one out, as in pour out your scabbard, because it's all, it's all Pour out bad. your melted magic sword. <laughs> but after all that happens, um, the guards start coming and shooting at them, and Rincewind's like, fine, fine, get in the fuck, get in the fucking <laughs> And Tethys was inside the luggage. Yeah. Well, they open the oh, they open the so luggage good. and it's just full of water and then Tethys just like climbs out and he's like eh. he just like steps out he's like hey what's up yeah <laughs> and then he like looks at the craft he's like oh fuck a ticket home yeah there's plenty of courage when you're not on the edge <laughs> <laughs> and so and two flyers like oh boy time to get into the ship and Rinson's like I don't wanna but I hate this. This blows. They 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 sort of start going along because the ship's yeah. Moving. They're like opening the hatches um, on the ship. 
Uh, we get a we get a description of um, like a bowl full of fine sand that had been slowly filling inside the ship, and then it like Rube yeah, Goldberg fucking itself. Rolf. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say Rube Goldberg alarm clock has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he like falls over the edge, and then he's like, mm, "So this is it. I'm dead now." Weird. Being dead feels a lot like having a fucking tree branch in your back. Yikes. Before he falls off the edge of the world, I like that Rincewind, like, looks, he looks at the edge, and then he looks back at all the men chasing him, and he looks at the edge, and he looks back at all the men chasing him, and he's like, okay. This will be a less painful death. I mean, I, two, two flower makes it into the ship, and he, he, like, launches, and then Rincewind just jumps. There's something interesting I like when Two Flower gets in the in the ship, um, and he, like he mentions this when when Tethys first talks about you know all the other worlds he saw. He's like, oh, you know, think of all the shit on all those worlds that like, oh no, right. nobody's ever seen that stuff before. And then when he's getting in the ship, he's like, you know, whole whole damn worlds, no one's ever seen them but me. And I, <laughs> yeah, that's like an interesting like really like selfish bend to him that like we've never like seen that before yeah there's a line i like there's a line i really like that he has where he's like he says something he's like man think about all those worlds that no one knows anything about and you'll never know about them does that make you mad (laughs) like a similar sort of thing happens accidentally to rincewind when he falls into the tree and sees species of birds that just lives on the edge eating fish out of the rim right there's there's like one it's a really beautiful little moment he's just like wow yeah this is so pretty i've almost forgotten that this tree is falling off of the edge (laughs) yeah there's like it's like growing out of the side of the disc there's like one tree and that's where all these little birds live and they grab Fish. Oh, also, also, we do get a fucking the end, like, and then yeah, yeah, the yeah, and the then tree. we get this last yep. scene again. Yeah. Uh, so, Rip. so yeah, so Rinsun wakes up and he's in this tree and he's like, "Well, this hurts a lot, man. If this is hell, it sure. If this is Hades, it sure is hell." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then death comes for him. Except it's not death; it's just some. Guy. It's some other demon. <laughs> That's just like. Come on, let me kill you. Yeah, it's oh, so funny. Like he's like, "Well, I'm gonna time for me to kill you now." And then like Ritson's like, "Wait, I'm like definitely not dead though. Like I'm totally fine." <laughs> what what could on what account? What's going to kill me? What do I die, die of? of yeah. You could die of terror, and he's just like, "No, you know what? For the first time in my life, I'm not afraid." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm out of fear juice. Yeah, and then, and then like the guy just gets annoyed. He's like, "Just, just let me kill you, please. It would make my job so much easier." And he's like, "No, I'm a wizard, and I have wizard rights." And one of the wizard rights is that death comes for me himself. Yeah, <laughs> this is extreme. Like, it becomes even more obvious. Like in later, like in later books, like he is not a graduate, so all of his he has a door covered in honorary doctorates that he's like, no, I must be referred to as Doctor Rincewind. No. It's on my door. <laughs> Give me this. God, it's... I just almost knocked my mouse off of my desk because I was pantomiming that. Of so course, hard. You were. My name is Doctor Rincewind. Dr. Rincewind! Stop! We can't do this. That is a joke for no one but the three of us. God. Oh I swear God. that two flower ain't right. <laughs> that, t- that tourist ain't right. Um, 
The thing that comes from him is scrofula, which is when tuberculosis causes symptoms outside the lungs. Amazing. Oh, so fucking some extreme minor lackey of pestilence, I guess. Yeah, it's like one of death's low, 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 low level, like, lackeys. Anyway, he's about to take, he swings the scythe, but at that moment, the branch gives out. And then the book ends with Rincewind falling to his death off of the edge. Yeah, he just falls into space, and they're like, "Damn, that's that's that, I guess." The end. So, so hey, how are there two, how are there other books with Rincewind in them? Well, because I'll just, I mean, like fucking, it's in the first page of the next book. Um, I didn't spell read it. it. I don't read well, this I'll book just... unless it's for this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just say the the spell in his head needs him alive, so. The fucking grimoire, which has a life of its own, uh, does an alteration spell on all of Discworld, which the only thing it alters is Rincewind and Two Flower are now fine. <laughs> Good. Oh, they're fine, actually. It's so goofy. Because, like, reading this, I was like, wait, what the, how are there two, how are there other books? What the fuck? <laughs> no, you know, magic. Yeah. You know. I like that it's just like, no, don't worry about See, it. See, when something like that happens, a wizard it's, did it. Yeah, literally. It's magical retconning. <laughs> a wizard did it, but not that wizard. He's a shitty wizard. Yeah. <laughs> like a real one, you know? Like a real wizard. Like an actual wizard who spells their name right. Um, But that's the book. That was The Color of Magic. Hooray! Woo! I like, I like the for the most part. It's... Yeah, three quarters of this book was really good, I thought. Yeah. It's definitely a thing that I'm, like, interested in seeing what it becomes, because, like, there's a lot of potential here, but it gets kind of lost sometimes. You've experienced, like, roughly 70 pages of what it will become a few books down the line. Mm -hmm. I have read parts of more. Where most people consider Discworld becomes Discworld more. Mm -hmm. I like, um... I really like that this is broken into, like, four short stories, because it's, like, a sampler. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're like, yes, I wanted more from most of these chapters. Uh, the the one about the dragons don't interact. Um, <laughs> like, it, it was, it was just, like, a taste, where he's like, oh, hey, how about, hey you want to read a whole book like this one? And I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But give me more. Oh, we're done with this chapter? Unfortunate. Oh, we're done with this chapter? That's great. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, I don't know, it's neat. I, I liked it. Um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in seeing it develop into, like, its own thing that doesn't do, like, weird references to other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we we start getting that in this chapter where he's just like, Yeah. Eh, you know what? Um... The fuck it, uh, fantasy spaceship. Yeah, you yeah. definitely see Discord more become references to like real world themes and like you know just the occasional reference, actually like pop culture reference here and there. But it's more just phenomenon from the modern world rather mm-hmm. than specific properties. Yeah, like one of my favorite th- technological things in the latter half of the series is someone invents what they call the clacks. Which are semaphore towers, which act as basically steampunk internet. Wow. Like, they're they're just big towers where people 
like there's a guy looking for messages and a guy who sends messages and basically you're able to send it's like the telegraph but they don't have electricity so it's like mechanical shutters opening and closing mm-hmm. hmm. um and that is the 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 clax is actually the central like the central conflict of my first discworld book and still one of my favorites going postal oh it's such a good book it is we will see that uh, 30 <laughs> books down the line. Yeah, what's, what's, our, what's our next book? Well, our next book is book two. I don't know why I need to say the number. We're doing these in chronological order. Um, The Light Fantastic. Okay. Which is, I think, the only time it's been like, okay, here's a book. Here's the next book in this series because, um, immediately right now, which I guess is fair because it's the first How two. much are we reading? I I think that one's still uh, we're gonna like I think this gave us a good benchmark like we should aim for like eighty to ninety pages every session that just seems good. Hey everyone, if you're interested in reading along at home, uh, for next time we read up to page eighty-two, ending on the sentence "Druids said Trimon." I wonder. I'll be putting the sections in the episode description, so in case you forget, it's always there. Um, so I guess this is the bit where we talk about what we do. Um, Julie, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W. Uh, my account's locked. Being a teacher is kind of a weird thing, all other private reasons. But if you send me a request, I'll probably, like, approve it. Just cool. It's, that's usually the case. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, uh, where me and my partner just paint a lot of miniatures, primarily Warhammer at the moment, and that is at DL Hobbies. And Jess, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Several Bad Puns, uh, where I do a lot of hollering. Um, <laughs> you can also... Is there hooting? Uh, a little less hooting, but a, a whole <laughs> lot of hollering. Um, you gotta set up a Patreon for the hooting. That's uh, true. I have a separate the uh the all the all the hootens on my locked. Um <laughs> You're gonna DM me for that at. Uh just kidding, there is no other account. Do not DM me for that. Um <laughs> I also do a show about the Twilight Zone with my roommate, and that's at the spooky spot. You can find that. Hell yeah. Um, Mark, how about you? Uh, you should follow me on Twitter at Avengerfire. Uh I've been posting a lot of arts and craft that i am drawing um i guess that's mainly it you can find me on twitter at chum personable that's c-h-u-m personable um and mark jess and i are on another podcast called loop on lottery where we are rapidly approaching the end of red jacket jesus yes. christ we ha- you finally made we got it. another <laughs> we got another 20 of the 25 of those yeah, it's wild um but that is loop on lottery you can find that on shout engine um you can also go to my patreon patreon.com slash holly b riley where i post the episode's Pretty much the day after we record them now, because I got nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, so if you want podcasts like nine or ten days in advance, go ahead. Give me a dollar. Amazing. Um, and now that I've remembered, finally, after four episodes, thank you, Maxi, for our theme song. Um, you can find her uh, at Maxi Satan on... Is it still Maxi Satan? Shit. Um, <laughs> I'll look it up. Shit, shit, shit. Um, it is, it is, but... it is, it is. It's Maxi, M-A-X-I-E, Satan. 
Yes. Yeah. You, you um, should all know how to spell Satan by now. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's 2020. Um, you should know how to spell Satan. Yeah, she does She does music. You can commission music from her. Yep. She's very good. You can also find her band camp at a Pastel Hand Grenade. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Until next time, see you in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.